Welcome to another edition of We Want to Talk About It Now. Lots of stuff going on in basketball, as always. Talking basketball with me today is Steven Sosa. We're going to be going over uh, what's going on in the playoffs. And I also want to hit on some of like, the newsworthy stuff and not to get and hopefully not get too political because there's one thing that happened that I'm confused at the outrage, but we'll discuss that a little bit later. Okay. Want to start off first with what just the playoffs? I don't even know. <laughs> Oh, I'll tell you, it's a surprise. We're holding that one till the end. Um, mm-hmm. But starting off with the playoffs, playoffs, playoffs are going great. I've yeah. I very much enjoyed them. Uh, yeah. So it's, what is it? Three, two for the Clippers or for the Phoenix Suns against the Clippers. And then two, it's one, three, right one. Now. It's three, one, right? No, they lost uh, last. The Suns lost last night to the Clippers. Okay. So now we know somebody didn't watch the game last night. <laughs> no, I, I. I I'm the first to admit if I didn't watch a game. No, I know. Did you watch it? No, I didn't watch that game last night. I will tell you what, it's been a weird, uh, the last couple of games um, for the Suns just can't seem to get the offense going. What I did love about the game overall is just how Phoenix is playing. Uh, the game was never in doubt until the very end. Like they kept uh, the barrage of like, no offense, but if, I don't know how many points he ended up with, but if Marcus Morris is going to be, is going to start off the game six for six um, yeah. from the field, things probably aren't going to go super well for you. But what the Clippers did really well, and I guess like, no, you know what? I know what I was going to say, and credit to Ty Lue for doing this, like credit to him for the idea, but the Suns just didn't have desire yesterday. And Monty Williams mentioned that after the game, he's just yeah. like, yeah, they got to be hungry for it. And you just saw that the Suns are just like, kind of, they thought they were going to win because they were at home. Didn't see the same energy from Aiton as I've seen the last four games. Um, and Chris Paul played okay. He might have been the only one with a lot of energy. And then Cameron Payne was playing with energy, but the wrong kind where he get a little spastic, throw yeah, some turnovers. Yeah. yeah. But um, they should they there's no reason that if the Phoenix Suns didn't come ready to play, that they shouldn't have won that game yesterday. Paul George had 41. Like everything positive Dang. went the Clippers' way, and the Suns only lost by 14. So yeah, I really think that they left that game on the table and now we're head back to LA. I and think, I think this game's going to go seven or the series is going to go seven. Yeah. I think it's the Clippers year. Um, I'm not the Clippers, uh, uh, Suns? the Suns now, and I can't help it, but I, I want Chris Paul to get a ring so bad. <laughs> like I, I think that would be cool, but it's I know you didn't watch the game last night, but good golly. Like it was just, just watching. I'm like, just try, just try Like, so uh, the it's Clippers a playoff game for crying out loud, the Clippers like busted out like a, um, it was a switch between a two, one, two and a two, three zone that they okay. were playing. Um, so all Chris Paul, man, if Chris Paul could make a jumper too, he made a few of them, but like all yeah. he had to do every time was just, beat the one defense like they just did a high pick and roll with eight right he'd get to the free throw line wide open and take a shot but he just missed way too many of them um as i didn't understand yeah. why that's a good way couldn't. to attack that yeah and i and then when they were playing man like the, like i said tyloo was making i guess the right adjustments if you want zubats mm-hmm. was out I just don't understand why all you, all you guys had to do was like, try all you had to do is care and you would have won that game. But either way, I think the series is now going to go seven unless it was a wake up call. And then I could see Phoenix has already won in LA. 
I think so they could Chris Paul is going to go bananas in the next game, and they're going to win. Like, do you think in terms of like just scoring alone or everything, everything? scoring, passing, everything? Their defense wasn't crisp either. That was the thing too. They just seemed to very lassitical and lots of wide open threes, and it led to them losing. Yeah, um, but I mean, number one. Paul George has been killing it. Like he has been awesome. Uh, no more pandemic P, you know. But Steven, do you know what's crazy? They are two, they are two Paul George free throws away from B, like from what is it right now? From winning the series. Yeah. Yeah. All he had to do was uh, make those, make two, those free two free throws, throws and he and- bricked them. And then the other game where he missed just one free throw. So that allowed the eight and oop. So the, the Valley oop to happen. Right. Right. So those two things, if he would have made it, they would have had to shoot a three instead of, um, wait, no, what happened? No, they would have been, they would have been up two. So I think I'll have to look and see what the score was really quick to make sure that I am saying this right. But they're, I'm pretty confident they're two free throws away from having Paul George free throws away from winning the series. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I felt a little bit bad for him in that game where he missed those two free throws because he's been playing so well. And I knew people were going to get on him because, because he missed those free throws. And it was like, but didn't he have like, but Steven and like, so I, I have now confirmed my thing. The Suns win game two by one point. He makes that second free throw. It's just a tie game. We're headed to overtime. Yeah. Yeah. And then who knows? The Clippers might win that game. Man. And then game four, the Clippers could have easily won that too because the Suns sucked. Like there really hasn't been. The Suns were good in game one. Mm -hmm. Obviously, they ended up winning game two. Like I, I feel like the Clippers, though the record does not show it, are outplaying the Suns overall. Even though it's three two, I understand, but I think the Clippers are playing better basketball um, in totality. Mm. They're it's it's what it's what Shaq said. It's like the Clippers play the forty two minutes, and then six minutes they play bad. Yeah, which can be the difference and why they are down three two right. right now. But they, right. I really feel like um, minute for minute they're playing better. Hmm. Um. um any any other thoughts that you have about uh, Suns Clips before we move to Milwaukee? And uh, the Hawks. N- uh, I don't think. Um, I don't think so. Um, uh, yeah, no, I don't think so. Man, so crazy stuff going on there. Trey is playing out of his mind, and then he gets steps on the ref's foot in Game Three, I believe. Right? Wasn't it? Yeah, game my three? my. Jeff was telling me about that. Uh, I was it a couple days ago. Yeah, it was on Sunday. Yeah, um, Jeff was telling me about the game. We're talking, and he was watching it, and he was like, "Tell me what happened and everything." It was. Uh, did you watch it? Um, uh, let's see. Which game was it? Game three. So y- game you three. you would have remembered I it. I did. Milt- I, Middleton goes off. Yeah, he, 38 points, right? He went nuts, man. 38 points and like 11 rebounds. 
it was feeling very much like the Hawks were going to go up 2-1. Uh, but like uh, Nate McMillan said in his after speech to the team, mm-hmm. they're in the exact same spot that they were when they were playing against the Sixers. So they, I got to um, say, I agree with uh, Kendrick Perkins uh, that uh, Middleton should like be the number one and uh, um, Giannis should probably be the number two option on that team at, at all times. You think, or yeah, I, think that, I, I think the way they're doing, it, it's not a terrible where it's just John Giannis, you go hard to start off the game and then Middleton will close it out. Yeah. That's kind of like Shaq and Kobe, but, but like, I, it's just Giannis, uh, like is a great player, but like Middleton can, can get his own shot, you know? Yeah. Um, Oh, where was I going? But I'll tell you what the Hawks are, if they can run it back, I don't think they will. I think there's some, I think Collins is up and he's going to get a lot of money to go play somewhere. Unless, unless he has like the championship mentality, like, I want to win as many championships as possible. If he's a, I'm going to go get my money type of guy. He's Which about he to earn a lot is. of money. I think he's, I think he's going to leave the Hawks, but this team is really like, think of the people who I think Deandre Hunter's out and then cam reddish. Yeah. Yeah. Both cam those guys reddish aren't playing well for them, man. And then Capella has just been doing really well. I've been really impressed with the evolution of the Hawks ever since Nate McMillan took over, I honestly don't think that it's just because Nate McMillan took over a yeah. heavy influence because apparently Trey young did not like the previous coach, but yeah. they have been playing unreal well. And well, Trey young I, is so smart. Like I hate Trey young. I, I hate his gravitas, but at the same time, he is entertaining AF. And that's one thing it's yeah. the LeBron. It's something that I learned from LeBron James. I hated on LeBron because I loved Kobe. Mm-hmm. And I regret hating on him as much because we were witness to one of the greatest players in NBA history. So why like be super negative about no it? I guess it creates storylines, but like now I'm like, I'm just going to try to enjoy, like, I don't like Trey young, but I'm going to enjoy watching him play basketball and respect his game. Um, yeah, if somebody's wait, good at basketball. Pun, uh, anyway, it just, Oh, because said I said, I'm a witness we're all witnesses. Yeah. 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 I mean, we all kind of are like, it's so, it's so rare to get, great talent we have so much great talent right now i'm not gonna hate on kd because he's he's soft mentally on twitter i'm not gonna hate on all of these on james harden or kyrie irving player if you're good i just want to watch you like so seriously that's all i care about that's how i am i think i'm rubbing off on you because like i uh um i'm the kind of person that like i can separate like not liking a player as a person or not liking something they wrote on Twitter or whatever, I can separate that from like, are they a good player or, you know, not a hundred percent because yeah, I don't, what I, I don't know. I've never really talked to Trey young. Maybe I would be good friends with him. I don't like how he presents himself on the court, but at the same time it's, it's, but it's kind of like the, He's a Russ. He's Maximus Decimus Meridius. All he's saying is, "Are you not entertained?" And the answer is, yeah. "Yes, Trey Young. I am very much entertained." Yeah, and uh, I, I, uh, I actually just watched uh, 
that game where um, uh, Middleton scored 38. I watched it today because I recorded the games and so that I can just watch them when I want, you know? And, um, uh, like, um, I lost my train of thought. What was it? Trey Young. You watched oh, the game. Oh, yeah. Trey Young. He, uh, he had this, uh, one play. There was this one play where he was just, uh, what they call dancing on this defender, right? With his handle. And I was just like, if he makes this, I'm about to lose my shit, you know? Yeah. And, and, and he did. He, he, he was, he was, you know, like the handles were, were on point. And then I was like, come on, finish this with a make. And, oh. and, and, uh, and he drilled it. And it, so I've been really impressed with Trey Young too. And I, I've, uh, I'm usually somebody that doesn't really um, like Trey Young, but he's winning me over. And like kind of in that same vein, there's like other players that I don't really like. Like I'm thinking like the Clippers. I think what happens is like there's just like a specific player who I'm like, I don't really want you to like. I like the narrative that you had like that has been established for you. Like I don't like how Kawhi and Paul George got together the way that they went about doing that. The fact that a team had to mortgage everything. So part of me is just like, I want you to lose because I want the Clippers to learn a lesson. Don't give up yeah. everything so that uh, to make Kawhi Leonard happy to have him on your team. But yeah. at the same time, very fun to watch Paul George. Like Paul George last night was really fun. Um, I don't like Patrick Beverly, but I think I we can hate say Patrick goodbye. Beverly, but Hallboy is can, in oh. Aiton's head, or not Aiton. He is in Devin Booker's head. Like he is oh. doing some great defensive things against the Suns. Um, so just another one of those players who I, I don't really like, but for whatever reason, whatever he's doing seems to be working. We, I think, uh, uh at this point like we can get rid of people should stop saying the pandemic p thing because like uh paul george has been so good you know he is he is very talented and that, that's and, the other and thing I, too I you don't have to win a championship to be great i loved him in the well of course but i loved him in the in the past when he was in indiana and then, like, in recent years, he hasn't been doing as well. And then, so it's been nice to see him return to form this year, but, you know? And you know what I'd never hear anybody mention when they're talking trash on him? He broke his leg in half. Yeah, no, he, he broke his leg really bad. And he's a like, comeback story. He's like trying the classic to qualify underdog. for the Olympics, I think. And uh, he was on the, the team and, Ooh, I saw that. Like, go look that up. I don't want oh, to. It's disgusting. Oh my gosh. Have, have you, have I seen it? I watched, I was watching the game when it happened. Oh, you were watching the game. Like, Oh my God. It, it looked so nasty. Paul George's injury is it's the, the it's the same as the movie The Joker. Saw it live, don't know if I need to see it again. <laughs> yeah. 
Because his, are you it talking was about the Joaquin Phoenix? The Joaquin one Phoenix one, amazing movie. I don't think I'll ever watch it again because it's really depressing. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like the idea of, uh, of the Joker, you know, and, um, you know, anarchy, you know, but, but, anyway, let's get back to, um, yeah, Heath Ledger. Any- Heath Ledger did a better Joker. Anyway, yeah, he did. He did do a better Joker, but Joaquin Phoenix did a. Re- oh, but he won Best Actor for that movie. Anyways, um, any mm-hmm. other things that you want to say about like? So we got uh, Bucks Hawks playing uh, tonight here in a, just a couple hours in an hour or two. Um, yeah. Any other thing? Any other thoughts on the play? It's so nice once you get to the conference finals because you can kind of get to all of your bullet points really quick, which allows for all of this other shenaniganry that's going on in the NBA right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I wanted to talk about um, the Jason Kidd hiring for Dallas. Perfect. Cause there's another hiring that I want to talk about. Jason Kidd, Rick Carlisle's now it's, that's like such a weird thing. Rick Carlisle on the way out being like, I recommend that Jason Kidd be the coach for this team that I'm going to be playing against here shortly. Mm-hmm. What do you, what do you think the play is there? Like Luka Doncic is somehow going to like Jason Kidd because Jason Kidd was also kind of a tall, big point guard that could shoot from time to time. I don't understand why Jason Kidd is the the answer. Well, what, Jason Kidd, what's Jason Kidd's success record as an NBA head head coach? Well, it's not bad actually. Um, it's I don't know what the exact record is, but he developed he helped develop uh, Giannis into the player that he is. That's and generous. That's being very generous. You think no, that I Jason Kidd so. developed Giannis into the player that he is? No, I said he helped. No, oh, okay, okay, fair, yeah. fair, fair. Um, he, uh, I mean, he is one of the top, like, probably five point guards. In the history of the league, hmm. you I'm know? gonna start doing like I'm gonna start running through like true point guards, like yeah, distributor point, point guards. guards. Like, I mean, you got Magic, you got Stockton, and those uh, are like the, that's those are the first two I thought of. I'm like, yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah, Magic Stockton, but like Jason Kidd, um, Steve Nash, Steve Nash, Jason Kidd, I think was better than Steve Nash, but. Um, I, th- I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. And one of the most impressive things I've seen uh, an NBA player do, uh, Jason Kidd did it when he um, became a very good three point shooter later in his career. And they used to call him Ace and Kid at the beginning of his career because he didn't have a J. So, yeah, man, I'm going to have to concede that argument to you. You're correct. Magic Johnson, Chris Paul, John Stockton, Oscar Robertson, Jason Kidd. And I'm not really seeing anyone else that I'd be like, oh, yeah, absolutely. They're, they're better than Jason Kidd. Yeah. Jason Kidd was really good. What about Steve Kerr? Steve Kerr. <laughs> but also, just to yeah. be a douchebag, uh, 183 wins and 190 losses for Jason Kidd as a head coach. Okay. I told you I didn't know the record, but 
Yeah. Oh, and you know what? He didn't get fired until the 2018 season. So I'll also concede that argument to you as well that he helped in. For some reason, I felt like he's been gone a lot longer than that. It was just the Giannis, next year Giannis gets the MVP. Giannis didn't even know, uh, like Giannis didn't even know that Jason Kidd played in the NBA at first. He didn't know about Jason Kidd, That's and cool. like he found, he goes, "Oh, I just found out that like my coach was one of the best." point guards ever you know but jason or sorry jason steven going back to what what is he going to bring that rick carlisle could not deliver besides this this is the only thing that i see steven is he has some credibility as being a hall of fame player whereas rick carlisle did not have that yeah he uh jason kidd brings his his experience as a player, definitely uh, a wealth of experience as a, a player, you know, to that team. And he gets to coach Luka Doncic. Like Luka Doncic is a great passer who's probably going to end up being one of the best passers that ever played in the NBA. And that's what Jason Kidd was, one of the best passers that ever played. You Here's know. my concern is they don't have a good roster. So what, what's the difference that's going to happen next year? Like we're seeing this play out right now. I don't, I think Luka Doncic is way better than Trey Young is in almost every single category. He's well, better defensively. I think he's better. I'll say, I think he's better. But. He's better defensively. He is, be, he is better at finding people uh, for sh- better rebounder. Shots. I think better, way better rebounder, way like better at defense, but Trey Young gets to pass to much more talented people. Yeah, yeah. Um, they like, definitely, especially if they lose Tim Hardaway uh, Jr. Oh, no, they can't lose that guy. They like, got to keep him. Let me just pull this up really quick. So Mavericks roster. And how are you going to trade Chris Stops without getting somebody? That's a huge that's contract. That- so you're going to have to trade. Although, honestly, after watching Chris Stops in the playoffs, just get someone who can play defense and shoot three pointers. And I think that's a good, that's a good trade for <laughs> a good trade yeah. for the Mavericks. Chris Stops, like everybody wanted to believe that Chris Stops was a, a unicorn player, right? Like that he was, you know what I mean by unicorn? Yeah. Yeah. So everybody wanted to, to believe I, I, including me, that Christoph Porzingis was this unicorn uh, generational talent. Um, turns out he's not, you know. Dude, he is going to make so much money. <laughs> and he's not even that good. He's just a glorified Ryan Anderson, and he's going to make more he, money. Than oh, him. that is perfect, dude. A glorified Ryan Anderson. Uh, I was talking to my friend Jeff, uh, a couple days ago and and he said that he thinks i thought this was a great uh way to put it he said paul george is scotty pippen if he thought he was michael jordan (laughs) and i was i was laughing because scotty pippen uh uh in a lot of ways paul george reminds me of scotty pippen except that scotty pippen like was an unselfish, much more unselfish player. 
dude, they got to figure out something with these contracts. It is ridiculous. I know that he has the opportunity to do the extension for the Supermax next year, but the fact that Kristaps Porzingis made twenty nine million dollars, like, you know, the, not to get like too political. And if there are any feminists that listen to this, I apologize for making this comparison. So whenever people say like, "How is somebody making the same amount of money doing the same job? How is Kristaps Porzingis making twenty nine million dollars, and Luka Doncic is making eight? Like because, there's there is there is pay disparity all over all because, over everybody because Luca isn't Luca still on no, his no, yeah, yeah yeah no I know I know like why it is happening I know like the technical reasons as to why yeah but when you look at it it's just like makes no sense makes no sense at all right, Christoph Przingis right. is not worth twenty nine and then thirty one next year and thirty three the year after that he's just hey Jalen Rose says. It's not how good you are. It's how good you can negotiate or whatever you said. <laughs> well, like, to be fair, Kristaps was playing really well before the injury happened for the Knicks. So I understand why the contract was given, but uh, yeah, there, there needs to be, and I know we need to protect players that get injured or whatever. And I know that teams can get insurance policies against players who have like that, the history of, of being injured, but like, this is who they have on the books ne- next year. Tell me if this gets you excited at all, Stephen, for the Mavericks. If you're if you're Jason Kidd, Kristaps Porzingis, Josh Richardson, Dwight Powell, Maxi Kleber. I don't know how to say his name. Luka Doncic, Nikola Melli, Willie Cauley Stein. Oh, sorry, sorry, Nikola is not on it. Willie Cauley Stein, Dorian Finney-Smith, Trey Burke, Josh Green, Jalen Brunson, Ty- Tyrell Terry. You excited? Finney, Finney Smith, Brunson, and. Uh... Yeah, Finney Smith and Brunson are like the only two. You excited that you're not going to be able to get anyone in free agency? Like that th- this is your team. Like there's no unless you can pull off some amazing trade with Kristaps, this is yeah, I don't, I I don't feel like, like what we see it we're seeing right now. I feel like Jason Kidd can make Doncic a better player, though, you know. Oh, I I I don't doubt that. Um so he can make the improve the team at least. Yeah. Um I don't disagree with that. Just I don't I don't with how this team is currently constituted, I don't see them doing yeah. much better. Like an injury depleted season, I do not see them doing much better than they did this year, which is another first round playoff exit. Uh-huh. Um but look, look like and sorry, sorry to like bang on this drum. I want to just pull up Luca's um, stats really quick from like the last couple of games. Cause it's not like he was lollygagging around um, when yeah. they're playing the Clippers. So 31 game one, 39 game two, four, and these are all pretty decent shooting numbers, except for game four, 44, 19. So that's game four, 42, 29 and 46. And then his assist numbers, 11, seven, nine, six, 14, 11, 14. Like he's not scrubbing. He played if, if out of Luka, his mind. If Luka Doncic had, let me think. If Luka Doncic uh, had played on, let me think here. Trying to think of any like, team that doesn't have the cap space taken up by Kristaps Porzingis, they probably would well, be doing I was pretty awesome. About like if he played on a team with a decent roster, you know. No, that's what like, I'm saying. Like, if Tim Hardaway is your second best player, good luck. Yeah, Tim Hardaway Jr. He's is great. Good. He's great. I'm just saying that 
he's not no, your, no, he not, needs to be I, the I'm third not. or fourth best player on your team. But I, yeah, what I was going to say, Tim Hardaway Jr. is a really good player, but he's not your second best player. I agree. Um, what was I looking at really quick? Like, I, I, I honestly think not any other team, because there's some teams that have some crappy contracts, but put him on, put him next to Zach Levine and Vucevic. Put him like, I know that yeah, sounds no, crazy, but you know what I mean? Like, that's Bulls. still a better situation. Yeah, no, that's what I was trying to do there was like, if you put him on, like, trying to think of a team, like if, okay, put Luca on Boston, they're like 10 times better. I like that. I don't know how there's no way in hell that that would ever happen, but I like that. I'm just saying like, yeah, you know, if he was in a better situation, oh my God, like the things that he could do. Literally any team. You could put them on the Warriors. You could put them on like, there's plenty of teams that have point guards that are not ball handle, like primary ball handlers. Yeah. So even like Portland. Ooh, no. Portland. What do you think of this trade? I know that this isn't going to happen, but what do you think of this trade, Stephen? Damian Lillard plus some picks, Kristaps Porzingis. Uh, not good for Portland, but but if he's unhappy, yeah, as it's being reported right now, I would love seeing Damian Lillard play with Luka Doncic. Or even, or, or, okay, let me change it. Let me change it. I, I, cause, th- sorry, I didn't mean that that Portland would have to give up picks. Dallas, so it's going to be Kristaps and basically all of their first round picks for the next uh-huh. five years for Damian Lillard to come play on the Mavericks. You doing that yeah. if you're the, if you're the Trailblazers? Do you think you could do that? Like, I, I could do that picks. because right, they're probably going to end up in a rebuilding situation pretty soon here. So I, I would do that if I was them. Because like you said, they would still get a bunch of first-round picks. And like that's that's like what's weird, what's going on with Portland right now. And this is, that, this is part of the thing that I wanted to talk about um, that I mentioned at the start. The Chauncey Billups hiring and the, the fallout there and people getting mad at Damian Lillard for that hire, I don't understand. Mm-hmm. So just to, if you aren't familiar with the story, Stephen, Damian Lillard... Um, or sorry, Chauncey Billups, hired as the coach for the Portland Trailblazers. Has I, some, I heard that. Yeah. Has some sexual assault. Or I, I hate saying it. If it was a rape, if it was rape allegated, I'm going to say it was rape. Like if someone accused him of rape, he was accused of rape. I'm not going to say sexual assault. Um, so he's accused of rape, settles out of uh, out of court. Um, and then people are attacking Damian Lillard because it's like, how did you sign off on Chauncey Billups? And Damian Lillard's like, I didn't sign off on Chauncey Billups. I just play here. Um, but, but... <laughs> I I think that is unfair to honestly for people to to put it on Damian Lillard. Well, yeah, yeah, me too. I I don't and, understand why people are pissed off at him for. Yeah, and and but well, and also, um, like, I just think uh, I don't like how do I put it like. People are always, I don't like, um, like cancel culture and stuff because of this, but yeah, it's just like, um, you know, 
I like cancel. I like cancel culture when it makes absolute sense. But at the same time, one thing, and I'm doing a podcast with my wife on this, like it all just comes down to what you value. And so people are going to be pissed off. I can't control if people are going to be pissed off or not. So I just try to live my life. But like, I just get so confused. Like, it's not going to happen to me, but I would hate for anything like that to ever happen to me where it's like, especially when it's so blatantly obvious. It's so blatantly obvious to me. I don't understand how it's not blatantly obvious. It's obviously, it's it's obvious to you, but they're, the fact that people are mad at Damian Lillard for this hire, I just, I don't understand. I don't because understand. It's we're, we're in the, the, the time of the people with their pitchforks, you know, they always got to find, you know what I mean? They always got to, there's always something that people are complaining about that they don't like, you know, that they want to get rid of this person or that person. And it, it gets uh, tiresome to me, you know, yeah. where I'm just, I, cause even, even in Chauncey Billups case. Okay. Like, was it, did they, they, I assume they didn't uh, like have any hard evidence against them that anything happened. And, and I'm not saying that, that it didn't happen or whatever, you know, I don't know what happened, but that's my point is like a person gets accused of something and they're just guilty, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I don't like that. Um, that's, that's something I don't like. Also, I don't like when somebody said something 20, 30 years ago, That's and then it too. comes back to bite them, you know, later. And it's like, they're a completely different person. You have to, you have to, uh, I wouldn't even say that. I would say if somebody said something like five years ago, it doesn't have to be like decades that somebody well, no, said, but said I'm these just things. Give an example of like yeah. a ridiculous situation where it's like somebody said something when they were 21 and they're getting in trouble for it when they're 40 you know and it's like people people change you know yeah um anyway i just think of how much i have changed over the last granted there's a huge difference between saying something and doing something just to like clarify the chauncey billups thing where like right chauncey billups and kevin hart situations are two completely different things um because kevin hart said some off-color off-color stuff about uh having a gay son versus like an action that was taken something about he'd break his dollhouse or whatever because i think about i think about myself and how different i am from like anyways this is kind of a a separate subject um but i don't know like I, i think nba is nba is fun man that's all i have to say about that i I don't know how feasible that trade is. And I know I'm sure people would like criticize it, but I love it for both teams. Kristaps doesn't let Kristaps go reinvent himself. Go, go have your own team uh, with uh, CJ McCollum. Got yourself a, a nice uh, wing player. And then you have um, someone that can stretch the floor as a four or five. And yeah. stops. I, 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 that. Honestly, it's not like a terrible, it's not a terrible trade for Portland. I would do that. If I was Portland, I would, that's, that's good. I bet you David Lillard would be happy to like be able to kind of just play off the ball, kind of take more of like a Steph Curry type thing. Luka Doncic's playing more similarly to how Draymond Green plays, and then Damian just moving all the time. And that would work. Shots. That would work, I think. Damian Lillard could play off the ball, you know. 
playing next to Luca. Um, well, uh, Steven, any other uh, thoughts you have before uh, we sign off? Um, uh, let's see. Um, uh, no. <laughs> awesome. Well, the next time that we have something that we want to give it to, oh, wow, I just messed that up really bad. And the next time that we have something that we want to talk about, we hope you give it a listen. <laughs> Chance to change your mind